Community is important to everyone, no matter where you live across the great state of Minnesota. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is an engaged and socially responsible cooperative that values the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Affinity Plus works hard to give back in a variety of ways, both through financial advice and products, and also through volunteering, sponsorships, and charitable giving. Members know and trust that as a credit union, a local not-for-profit financial cooperative, Affinity Plus has their best interests at heart. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter and see for yourself how Affinity Plus is different. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Crow Wing County Sheriff Scott Goddard. Scott, welcome to Community Focus. Well, thank you for having me. This yeah, is your debut to... on our station Yes, here. it's great to finally be over here. I know we tried to work out a date and uh, we just got busy plans, all of us, so it's great to finally get over here. Yeah, wonderful to have you. So um, you've been in office now for uh, nine a while. Nine months, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're coming up to, gosh, it seems like the first year's almost gone, you know, eight, nine months. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's been... Uh, Oh, time flies when you're having fun. You know, the old, and I think the saying is true. No, we're, uh, I'm having a lot of fun. That's good. And uh, keeping plenty busy. Yeah. Plenty so busy. what are some of the things you're focusing on? Well, you know, we, uh, we, we went out with the idea and the approach that uh, as our office, we really wanted to uh, work on our engagement with our community reference to the uh, drug problem that we see and yeah. then also the mental health yeah. and you can't talk about one really without the other That's and true. Um, you know one thing that we're very proud and I say we I do not mean just the sheriff's office you know this involves our sober community our churches our mental health um, our hospitals uh, county attorney's office social services you name it is our blade program the Brainerd Lakes area drug education program and uh, we've been pushing really hot and heavy on that it's been uh a lot of work, but a lot of fun. You know, we were at the fair every day this uh, this year, and we got a lot of feedback from our community. Mm-hmm. Of what, uh, and that's the open-ended question: What do we, as a community, um, what do we want to see, and how can we approach the problem that we face with drugs? And we're looking at the feedback, and the feedback that we're getting. Um, real cool story was the little kids that came on visit at the fair, and I mean, we're talking preschool, uh, maybe kindergarten, first grade. And we start talking to them and say, you know, what would you like to see? Uh, You know, what do you think, uh, uh, you know, you're growing up, what do you want to learn about drugs? And the hope that I saw was on that real young generation, I love the answer we got over and over was, what are drugs? And that's when we want to try to catch them, is right away, you know, is to have that conversation. And, uh, you know, we staffed our, our tent at the fair with volunteers, we had over 55 people from our community step up and uh, donate their time, and some of them hours and hours of their time, mm-hmm. uh, just to talk to you know, people at the fair and, and learn more about our community. So it was uh, a great uh, beginning, and uh, we're moving moving forward. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, you can't do it alone. You have a lot of collaboration on on right. the Blade program. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you know we we. We're oftentimes uh, the spokesperson for it, uh, you know, the sheriff's office, community services, social services, mm-hmm. um, but there are far too many uh, players in the game. And um, the coolest part that I saw for involvement was from our recovery community, our sober community, um, all the different groups coming forward and saying, um, you know, we appreciate um, the saying that has been you know, used over and over is we know, we at the sheriff's office, we know that we can't simply just arrest our way out of this problem. That, that won't Of course work. not. Right. And we also recognize that uh, drugs are having uh, far too big of an impact 
in our daily lives. You know, you look at uh, just our budgets countywide uh, over the last couple of years here with just our out-of-home placement, which is a direct derivative of the methamphetamine problem that we see in our community. So looking at what we can do and where we can move and from hearing from that sober community stepping forward and being that example um, to those that, um, you know, are, are uh, just in that windfall of drug use to have those come forward as our spokesperson and say, we're standing with community services, with the county attorney's office, with the sheriff's office, uh, you know, with our area churches, with everyone saying that you can do this. Uh, it's a very powerful, a much more powerful message than we could ever, uh, you know, go with just going, say, drugs are bad, don't do them. Right. We right. need those uh, people that can, you know, been there, lived it, and uh, can show them that they can get out of it. So when folks go to these Blade gatherings, what can they expect? What are you guys doing? What's the point of, of those meetings? So, yeah, good question. So uh, the last two focus groups that we've had are exactly that, is just getting that involvement. And we, we asked that open-ended question of what can we do? We, what can we as a community mm-hmm. do? to better serve us. And uh, obviously one of the bigger areas that come out of it is the education aspect. And one of the continued messages is we need to focus on our kids that are in school and oftentimes even before school and have that continuous talk uh, you know, and, and there's been a number of mentions and everyone, you know, we all know of the D.A.R.E. program, yes. mm-hmm. uh, which is still used in communities. We want to use some good points of the D.A.R.E. program, but we want to expound that and expand that into reaching out uh, with all age groups throughout school. So we want it to be, you know, a constant learning cycle throughout. Mm-hmm. And we've had uh, initial discussions with superintendents from our schools throughout and now it's just going to be figuring out that format and move forward. So our meeting goal right now mm-hmm. is just what do you want for ideas? What can we do? Okay. And uh, one big thing that we see over and hear over and over again is we need something that our community can do. Uh, where can the kids go? And this goes back to when I was a kid. You know, I grew up mm-hmm. here. And this goes back to how can we get the kids at the time? It was how can we get the kids out of the woods from yeah. beer parties? <laughs> and now it's how right. can we get generations, uh, you know, away from, you know, the drug use that we see, you know, from the vaping we see, you know, from every level that how things start. Yeah. What can we better do to, to, suit, to suit them? And, um, you know, that community park, that community building, that community outreach mm-hmm. is all a part. And I wish I had an answer. Um, I think we're moving towards it. Mm-hmm. But I wish I had an answer of how we can plug that in. Uh, but it's going to be investment, and we're going to have to figure out where we want to uh, invest. Do we want to continue the path down the path we are, which I'd say no, which is you know basically housing them in jail and uh, seeing the after effects, or mm-hmm. can we try to reach them up front and have an impact, a meaningful impact, not yeah. just right. the you know drugs are bad, don't do them. We yeah. have to figure out the answers. Yeah. And I think people would probably be surprised, and you'd probably hear this all the time, oh, do we really have that big of a drug problem here in Crow Wing County? Yes. And we do. Yes, we do. And it... You know, the examples we see is not just, uh, you know, on the user end, but, I mean, it's, it's a number of, great number of the property crimes that we see are burglaries, uh, the vehicle break-ins, our thefts, you know, all um, kind of go back hinge quite often on that drug use. You know, people that are trying to fuel that habit mm-hmm. have to have a way to do it. And oftentimes these are not people that are working a Monday through Friday 40-hour-a-week job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's hard for them to find employment, and it's hard for them to really do anything besides just focus on the drug use. The drugs, yeah. And imagine they have to pay for them. So where does that end up? Well, that ends up with you know, a lot of the crime that we see in the community. And, uh, you know, it's what's been said, and it's true. The people, for the first time, the people in Crow Wing County that we're placing into treatment, for the first time in 2018, I believe it was the first year, this last year, uh, number one is methamphetamine. It is. Not alcohol. Really? Yeah, not alcohol. Wow. So you take an illegal drug 
that is being imported and truly is coming from, mm. you know, Mexico in the great, great majority of the cases is now overrunning something that you can buy. Well, now you can buy it every day of the every week, week at a local yeah. liquor store. Yeah. yeah. So it is a problem wow, that we that's all, disheartening. all face. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, I know Crow Wing County has a really high percentage of that methamphetamine drug use when you look at other counties around the state, but there are others that are dealing with this problem too. Do you guys talk about programs that might be working somewhere else and here? Do you share information? Yes, and that's what our goal, that's what we've really been hounding on right now is exactly that, is finding that data of what is working, what isn't working. Um, you know, one of the programs that, uh, that our sober community has really got behind and one thing that I know I want to see move forward is uh, our jail population. When they leave, um, and there are some statistics showing that if they go back to that same environment, the rate of being arrested again, recidivism, recidivism is yeah. very high. Yeah. And if they can come out of there and have that outlook of, I have somewhere to go, I have hope. And have that's support. what we hear over. Yeah, it's yep. hope and support. We hear that, the word hope and we hear support. We want to drive that forward and implement a plan. When they're getting out of our jail, the first person they have contact with is someone that has been there, done it, and went through it and came out of it with a positive example mm-hmm. and not us preaching at them. We need someone that's been in the shoes, walked the walk, that can meet them right there at the door, uh, literally at the door and say, really? dude, I've been there. I know what it's like. Uh, where are you going? You can't go back to the same house. Right. You, know, you can't go back to the same family. Uh, you know, what can we do? And we made some strides in that. And we, we've uh, plugged in the last year here, we plugged in a social worker in our jail through community services, a grant that uh, we got through Sourcewell. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've seen some real good outcomes on that with exactly that. Just easy answers like, how do I get to court? I don't drive and I don't have a vehicle. Mm-hmm. So I don't go to court, so now I have a warrant out for me. Oh, so nice. helping to establish that, you know, that structure of we'll work out a way to get you there. Yeah. And we're kind of looking at that, at the same approach on that as we need to invest in where can we go? You know, where can you go? And uh, just like anything else, our treatment facilities are all full, so there's waiting lists. Um, you know, where can we go? You know, we've got a number of great partners here. You know, we've got uh, we got Northern Pines. We've got uh, uh, a, you know, great community moving forward with that motion. But um, we have to be able to make those connections and make those links. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right away, like right. you said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Is is there someone still working on trying to stem the flow of drugs into Minnesota, too? <laughs> I asked that oh. with a smile on my face because, you know, it's amazing how much of this stuff gets through. Yes. It's, yeah. And, and you know, the, um, the cartel, they're not stupid. You know, they know, and they've got a number of mules that they're willing to, uh, pawns in the game, if you will, that they're willing to give up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've got a saying on our end that we only have to be lucky once. And... They know that they're going to lose some drugs. So what we're capturing is very minute in comparison to what's getting to what's through. Can, yeah. You know, so if you throw, uh, you know, if you throw a pie at the wall, uh, you're going to have a number of pieces stick, and that's kind of their approach. They know they're going to be able to get, you know, a great, a great majority of it through, and that's the reality of where it's uh, what's happening. And it is, you know, there are thoroughfares coming straight up from Mexico, uh, and whoever thought that, you know, Central Minnesota would be a hub, well, yeah. but it really is. And talking to our drug guys, you know, they uh, when a, when a larger quantity comes in. Um, you know, say a pound of methamphetamine, it's mm-hmm. a very small time. I and mean, you're looking at maybe a day until it's distributed out and uh, in, in the user's hands. Jeez. So there's a very quick turnaround. And it's hard to capture that, you know. So it's almost like chasing that lightning strike where you don't know where the next one's going to hit. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're, we're pushing our resources forward. We've actually got a proposal uh, that we've been working with our, our county commissioners right now uh, moving forward of, uh, you know, our new plan. We're hoping to add some more agents uh, here with the sheriff's office yeah. to help combat that because our people right now that work drugs, um, 
They're triaging. They truly are. There's so yeah. many cases. They're so uh, overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're they're uh, we we could never answer all the complaints or all the issues that we have with them. We never we know we never will, but we will be able to. But we want to get a better capture. What yeah. can the public do to help you guys out in in this battle Good right question. now? Yeah. So, besides the blade meetings yeah, and that kind of thing. Uh, call. You know, we're okay. looking for that suspicious activity call. You know, if you've got yep. that short term traffic at uh, you know residents uh, down your road you know you're seeing cars coming all hours of days or nights and they're there for five ten minutes and it's always different people coming and going um, just give us a call we've got the tip 411 which you can find on your app on app store on any phone mm-hmm. and just look at tip 411 crowing county you can remain anonymous um, or else just give us a call we need to know about it and um, you know we had the one uh, incident here up in Lake Edward Township. They got, got quite a bit of press so back a few months ago here. Uh, with FBI came in. It was a, you know kind of a joint operation with local PDs, the sheriff's office, and the FBI. Um, that individual, I wouldn't say um, it, it wasn't a surprise to us, but what came out of the house was a surprise to us. Really? So oftentimes we're looking for that you know that aha moment and. Uh, uh, we part putting the pieces together. You know, if we get a complaint on Bob and pretty soon we see him with Nancy and then all of a sudden some calls us in and says, oh, here's Drew over here. And that's maybe the tip we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't don't downplay it. We all have to. We all have to have part of this. There's no way just law enforcement, right. just our courts. Yeah. Uh, we all have to have ownership in it. Yeah. We all can protect the, our own community. Yes. So yes. but just work with you guys. So Blade takes up a lot of your time. Blade does, yes. Uh, but what else are you? What else is going on? Are you, you got any? I know you collab- collaborate a lot on various uh, enforcements as well. Yes, yeah. That take place uh, throughout the course of the year. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, we work with our communities on on a great great array of uh, of activities, you know, and, and happenings, if you will. Which is a great part. That's a fun part. Is getting out talking to people and seeing you know what what's working, what isn't working. Uh, you know, listening to. Uh, um, you know, those armchair quarterbacks, which oftentimes will come up with those great ideas that we're looking for, you mm-hmm. know, and we appreciate that. Uh, right now, we just put out a post the other day. We're starting an Explorer post for our younger generation because we are, we as law enforcement are always looking for that next um, good employee. Mm-hmm. And I started with the Explorers up in Pequot Lakes years ago. So we had the Pequot Lakes and Breezy Point uh, Explorer post. And that's where kind of piqued my interest in law enforcement. And we're just starting that initiative again with Crow Wing. Uh, we're reaching out to the schools. We're going to have some uh, some events coming up at the schools where we're trying to get some recruitment going. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're looking for that. We're looking for our replacements. We're always looking for who's <laughs> going to mm-hmm. take our jobs when we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys just do a backpack drive? What? I, yes. That's been floating around. I oh, think that's the neatest thing. Yeah. So uh, the history on that, your Kara Terry is our uh, community services director. And she came forward to our senior management team, which is uh, representatives from every division that we've got within Crow Wing County. And she kind of threw it out at one of our meetings and said, hey, if, you know, we, we need backpacks for foster kids. Yes. Those that are, um, you know, literally pulled out of the house sometimes at 3 o'clock in the morning and they don't have anything. So we need, you know, basically an overnight bag. Mm-hmm. We need, you know, supplies and, uh, you know, deodorant, uh, uh, toothpaste. And, yeah, toilet, yeah. everything. We, you know, we need something for them. And she said, what do you think or, you know, would would each team uh, be willing to uh, step up and, and uh, make some backpacks? I don't know what her goal was, but I know she was shocked uh, when the <laughs> total came in. So it was 180, what was it, Tess? 186 oh, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Wow. Backpacks completely built. 
Um, we had uh, internally at the sheriff's office, we had um, our vendors at the at the jail um, step forward. One of them supplied a pallet full of those toiletries. Wow. Awesome. So they'll have enough to last forever. Yeah. Another one came up with a very significant check of cash to say use wherever. Oh, and wow. uh, we're actually having our pizza party to everyone that uh, was part of it <laughs> today at, uh, at uh, Kerwin County to try to pay back uh, those that came forward. But awesome. They'll have enough backpacks, I'm hoping, for a couple of years to come. Yeah. Well, thanks, you guys, for doing that, all those who participated. That was pretty cool. That was fun, yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. All right. Well, I know you're busy. Anything else we should mention? Any other programs that— Oh, uh, let's see. Um, we've got so many. I'm trying to— th- go, trying to. Uh, Go through the back of my mind and see what else we could talk about here. Well, we'll have you back, no doubt about All that. Right. So yes. <laughs> let's make that plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Very good. Well, what a pleasure to have you here, though, to talk about what's going on, and uh, we truly thank you for being here. Today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks yeah. for doing what you do. All right. <laughs> thanks, Scott. You bet. Crowing County Sheriff Scott Goddard, our guest today. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, you can access Community Focus anytime online on our website at 1067wjjy.com, and that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.